This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. Today on CityCast Boise, it's Friday, and our Hey Boise newsletter editor Blake Hunter is with me to float through the week's news. We're talking end-of-summer bucket lists, the city's water recycling pilot, and the Don't Miss BIPOC Playwrights Festival. Plus, we find out who the Jonas Brothers are. It's Friday, August 25th. I'm Emma Arnold, and this is what Boise's talking about. Okay, it's Friday. We are doing this. Uh, I feel like we should warn people. Uh, we are both a little under the weather. Uh, if you yeah. listen to yesterday's episode, it was a very fun review of the fair. We went to the fair with Jody Eichelberger, and we picked up a bug at the fair. And yeah. we're both not <laughs> not feeling very good this morning. Yeah, we're not 100%, but that's okay. Going to COVID test off after this, obviously, uh, for sure. But um, definitely picked up a little bug. I yeah. am feeling a little gross. But uh, let's talk about it. Weird, a funny, a, an interesting week. We went to the fair. We had an amazing time. Please check out that episode. Check out our posts on Instagram. Tons of fun pictures. Yeah. Um, I just want to share that uh, both both of our moms have had a fun reaction <laughs> to these fair. Uh, yeah. Do you want to? We don't have to get into it, but I love your mom being like, Jody was so great. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's so fun. That's what she had to say. And I understand that sometimes uh, I'm not going to make the cut there, I guess. So yeah, you can't always you can't always I'm I'm fully preparing for my mother to do the same. She loves Jody, huge fan. And she loves you too. As you know, because she emails yeah. you quite regularly. Yeah, I love her. Um, yeah, we talk about you frequently. Yeah. <laughs> Fabulous. Uh, but other big news that storm came through. Where were you when that storm hit? Were you inside or out? Uh, I was on a walk. Um, oh, yeah, I, so if people remember the, like the huge storm that came through with like the hail and whatnot and all the flooding, uh, in May, early June, I can't remember, Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. but I was also outside then I was at Neuralux and got kind of caught in it walking home. And then, uh, this storm, I was also out for a walk, like kind of in the North end. So I was like significantly away from my apartment and, um, I was with my roommate and we were just kind of like walking and we heard the thunder behind us. And for some reason, we've talked about it since, but for some reason we were just like, that's just thunder. We don't need to worry about rain. Um, and so we got so soaked. Like it was so much water so quickly. Um, but we both we both love storms. So it was fine. We're both like desert girlies. So whenever it really rains, it makes me so happy. Yeah, it's like my favorite thing. We were going, uh, we were meeting some friends down at the warehouse uh, by the new theater there. And we were going to go see, get, get dinner and see a movie. And uh, we were standing like kind of out front waiting for them. And I was like, man, it really looks like a storm's rolling in. And it yeah. just like crashed. I know. And it 
flooded 8th Street. Cutest moment, though, uh, there, there was a huge gust of wind and it blew all of the trash cans into the road. And of course, my adorable sweet citizen of a husband is out there in the heaviest rain, like one of the heaviest rains it, I've it ever was. seen in Boise, uh, out there dragging everybody's trash cans out of the road because cars were having to go around. And uh, he was completely soaked. And our friends... I texted them and said, oh my gosh, the storm, I hope you drove. And they were like, no, we're, we're walking and we're going home Goodbye. because they, they got yeah. stuck and they were completely soaked and they were like, we don't want to do dinner in yeah. a movie anymore. So we just went in uh, ourselves and ended up seeing Barbie again. So again, great. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it sounds like a great date, honestly. It was, it was great. We were, we were both pretty soaked, pretty fun. Yeah. Uh, also, this was big news to a lot of people, maybe not so much us, but the Jonas Brothers were in town this week. A lot of people yeah. posting pics with them saying that they looked for them downtown and found them. Yeah, I had no idea that they were so in between, I think it was like Indianapolis and Toronto, like they're on a huge tour right now. Uh, In between Indianapolis and Toronto, they came here uh, and played for like a VIP crowd of like 500 people for the Albertsons Boise Open. Which, like, of, of course, that's what they came here for. But I saw, like, photos of them eating at Trillium uh, in the Grove Hotel and stuff like that. Um, but you and I were both a little <laughs> <laughs> underwhelmed. So, <laughs> yeah. You, like, we we decided to talk about it. We we saw some fun posts and we we're like, oh, let's talk about it tomorrow uh, on the Roundup. And then I we got off uh, the call and I immediately to my husband was like, who are the Jonas Brothers? And I told you that and you were like, oh, no, I am. I thought, you know, since you're younger than me, you're going to make fun of me. But no, you had no idea either. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Which extra cute when we told our audio producer, Evelyn, she literally gasped yeah. <gasps> that we didn't know. I just wasn't in the boy band of like the 2000s. Like I just didn't. I wasn't part of that. So uh, I understand. But they <laughs> apparently were great. They went to like Push and Pour. I've seen some photos. They went cute. to the Avery. Um, I know someone who works there that... Um, she said that Nick told her that her something that she made was a 10 and they stayed late and tipped like over a thousand dollars. So oh, that's yay. great. Yeah. I love to hear that kind of story. That's sweet. Yeah. Oh, so the Jonas Brothers, good boys. They're good, good boys. Good guys. Yeah. Good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love that. And they are, they have a concert in November. So they will actually be coming back. Oh, they I will. Think, to Nampa, um, Idaho Center or the Ford Center. Uh, but they'll, they'll be back soon. So. Lots of fun stuff happening this weekend, um, and it's going to be a little cooler than it has been. It's still going to be in the 90s, so I yeah. honestly am I, I'm done, honestly, with the heat. I'm done. I was doing pretty good. I feel like I've really leaned into summer this year, and I did pretty good. And I've been, like, you know, swimming in our little above-ground pool and yeah. um, picking blackberries and out in the yeah. garden. And I've been like, I'm going to love this. Great. But then with that little bit of rain, mm-hmm. when it was hot yesterday, I was like, no. Yeah. No, Boise. No. <laughs> I know. This is probably one of just like very few hot weekends that we have left, really. I mean, like you can kind of tell like towards evening, just the light has changed so much with the sun going down at different angles. So, yeah, it, it, it's it's coming to a close for all of you fall babies out there. I think it's funny. I think one thing Boise is so good at is by the time a season is done, you do not want to see that. You're done with that season. You're done, yeah. By the time totally. summer is done, you're like, I hate summer. Mm-hmm. Fall, maybe not fall because we do fall so well here. But with the wildfire smoke now, yeah, yeah. you're kind of just like, enough. Yeah. Um, in the Hey Boise newsletter uh, yesterday, I talked about this cool thing happening this weekend, which yeah. I... I'm very excited. It's the third year of the BIPOC Playwright Festival. Uh, and tell us a little bit about it. 
So the Black and Indigenous People of Color Playwrights Festival is coming back. Uh, it started in 2021. Uh, the Boise Contemporary Theater, or BCT, puts it on and essentially tries to bring in different like Black and Indigenous people uh, who are playwrights into Boise, um, tries to support local artists as well through this. Um, and it's a five-day event. Uh, I think it's five. And then the first two are just spent in workshopping. So um, this year, there are three plays that people can see. Um, two of them are kind of like they have a whole cast and then one of them is a, a, a one-person show, which is really exciting. Um, and so there's there was a panel earlier this week. I think people have missed that, but there are um, two different sets of times that you can see these plays today and then tomorrow. Uh, one of them I'm really excited about uh, is written, it's kind of based on a true story um, of... Ladarian Williams is the playwright who um, wrote this play centered around these three black artists in uh, his hometown of Alabama who started this TikTok dance that went viral, uh, and then they essentially weren't credited for it when it went viral, which has become such a common thing. Um, but he's really incorporated, or uh, the playwright and other folks on the team have really incorporated like social media influences into the actual theater style, which I'm really excited about. Like it's designed to be like on a For You page on TikTok. So oh, yeah, that sounds really interesting. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm really excited for it. It's it's very much designed to not be super, a super linear story. So I'm really excited about it. Um, people, you can get, I think tickets are like $10. 10 bucks for individual, uh, 15 for the full festival pass, which is a great deal. Yeah. Those shows are today, they're Friday uh, at the Morrison Center. And then I believe that there's a show tomorrow as well for the one person show. Yeah, that sounds so interesting uh, and so real. Like you said, just watching over and over, you know, Black creators come up with incredible dances and, uh, you know, just everything on TikTok. And then uh, a white girl goes on Ellen and yeah. does it less Absolutely. great for Absolutely. sure. Yeah. I think this is cool. And I may get some shit for saying this, but, um, you know, this is kind of before your time, but about, I guess, like 10 years ago-ish, uh, BCT, Boise Contemporary Theater, got quite a bit of criticism for sort of um, only really featuring uh, white male playwrights who yeah. were doing some kind of appropriate stuff totally. at totally. the time yeah. and, you know, had reputations for maybe not being some of the greatest dudes. And uh, and I, I've just watched BCT over the last few years clean house, you know, and really lean into um, being a different kind of production company and a different kind of playhouse. And I think that's so cool yeah. that they, this is the third year of this and that they are, you know, that they took that criticism, you know, that was like, I don't know, it was around a decade ago or maybe even less time, but um, that they really took that criticism and, and like, I think a lot of times when people get criticized for stuff like that, the reaction is, immediate reaction is to be defensive. Yeah. Totally. And to be like, well, we had we did this, we did this one play, we had this lead actress, we had blah blah blah. Instead, it seems like they really listened to that, and um, they've had some some amazing, really quality programming by uh, you know BIPOC people. And uh, I just think that's I think it's cool to see someone in town really do that. You know, yeah, it's not yeah. not always that way. Yeah, I'm really excited about it. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. 
That's shopify.com slash system. Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive health supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious lolly Focus Pops or lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y dot These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. You know something? Uh, so like summer, almost done. And I did the same thing, Blake, that I do every single year. Oh, no. Which is, I'm like, oh, my gosh, I got to float the river. I'm going to float the river. I'm just about to float the river. Here I go. Almost. And then they're like, river's closed. And mm-hmm. I've done it. I have a little, like, a few days left. But I feel like I did it again to myself because they're they're just about done, right? Yeah. I mean, you have the, the river kind of officially closes, like, all shuttle services, um, and yeah, just like the official river float, float the Boise closes on um, Labor Day, so September fourth. So uh, you have a bit more time. This weekend is going to be hot, so I don't know. Maybe this would be the weekend for you to do it. Although maybe with being sick and also busy this weekend, <laughs> the the tiredness that just entered your eyes. Okay, so maybe we'll do it a different time. Um, I it's it's what happens to me every time is like I see people doing it. It looks so fun. I know it's fun. I've done it a hundred times, but like the logistics of floating the river always they always topple me. I never make it past knowing you have to park a car and then park another car. Yeah, and, it's it's a puzzle that like every time I'm like I should between my all of my lovely amazing smart friends and I we should be able to figure this out and we can't do it no <laughs> you need one person who's like i organized this this is get just the their job yeah. yeah they can't have fun their job is just to be the logistics person their yeah. their job is river you know like <laughs> yeah uh, uh, yeah no i i definitely feel that i will also make a plug that like Sometimes doing like the whole Barber Park to Ann Morrison is just too much. Uh, I love to take out at the Park Center Bridge. So um, there's a good parking lot there if you want to do that. But yeah, I get it. I mean, it's one of those things that like kind of at this point in the summer, it's good to take an assessment of what you have left to like really make the most of your summer and check off what you can and just leave the rest to next year. But what do you got? What do you what do you need on your summer bucket list to feel like you did everything? We did the fair, which is always kind of like my closure to summer feeling like, okay, we did we did it all. Yeah. What do you got left? I haven't grilled enough. I, I need more <laughs> food, which is I just don't have access to a garden. Fingers crossed that I will yet next year. Um, but just so I haven't had a ton of like access to as much produce as I want. Uh, so I just want to spend more time doing food, just like having people over and just doing food stuff or like, uh, yeah, that, that's pretty much it for me. I also want to go to a winery. Oh, okay. What about you? Um, I think on mine, by the way, if you need some squash or tomatoes, uh, also this week we had Gretchen Anderson, Master Gardener Gretchen Anderson rate my uh, chaos garden. Seven <laughs> yeah. out of 10, Blake, by the way. Seven Listen to that episode 10. if you haven't <laughs> because she's very sweet. Uh, but actually does kind of read my garden and it's pretty funny. Um, but that's kind of for me, I think I need, I feel like my garden got real away from me and I need to get out there and like with a machete, you know, yeah. and take down some sunflowers and, uh, <laughs> make some room. I think my last one is, um, 
we haven't gone backpacking this year. Mm, yeah. And um, I we decided this year to kind of wait until maybe early September, late maybe mid-September, just because things have been so busy. Mm -hmm. Um, So I still got to do that. Still got to go backpacking and go camping one more time because I feel like I didn't really get a ton of camping in this summer, not as much as I wanted to do. So we went a couple times, but not quite as much as I was hoping to do. And the big one... I still haven't taught Bev to swim, our dog. Uh, she she got in the water one time and was kind of like, maybe, maybe. But that was my big plan was to take her to like Lucky Peak or Cascade uh, and like give her the full swim lake experience. So yeah. got to do that still. Got to yeah, do that. Yeah, there's time for that. There's time. Um, speaking of the river, there was one other thing I wanted to talk about uh, that you brought up uh, to me and I didn't really know a lot about, but this recycled water pilot yeah. uh, is actually really cool. And I, I have high hopes for it. Yeah, so... This is mostly through the city of Boise. It's a partnership with Micron and a few other groups as well. Um, but essentially, one of the city's big uh, climate assessment uh, plans uh, includes recycling a lot of water. So, you know, some of the biggest climate threats that Boise is going to have over the next few decades, and it's currently having uh, a, a majority of them actually are related to drought and water, uh, um, water issues of some sort. Uh, and so... A, a big focus is going to be recycling more water. The city's talked about how, you know, we we do have a water cleaning system, um, but then it just kind of releases into the Boise River. And so we don't, um, we're, we're putting a lot of time and money and energy into cleaning water, but we're not really getting to reuse it again. So this is the idea of this, this pilot. Um, obviously, it's a pilot, so it's kind of scaled down. Um, but it purifies 40 gallons of industrial water per minute, um, which is pretty great. And so the idea is that they're eventually going to scale this up. Uh, They're kind of trying to do a whole, the city is trying to do a whole public push for this right now. They have like an open house tomorrow um, from 10 a.m. to noon. So yeah, this is just a big focus of the cities right now. They've put I mean, there's been a lot of time and energy. I mean, I watched a few videos on it and then did an even deeper dive on YouTube onto like the different filtration techniques that they're using. And it's really cool. Like it's it's really, really cool stuff that they're doing like just scientifically. So I'm excited about this. I think that um, obviously, yeah, we do need to be recycling and reusing our water as much as possible. So if you're interested in it, there's a lot of resources out there for you to learn more. I love this. And I think it. I really do hope it has bigger applications than just sort of industrial yes. water being yeah. reused. Um, because I think of last year, you know, we were in such a deep drought and the aquifers were so low. Lucky Peak was so low. And I felt like maybe the people who had just moved here were sort of given, getting an idea of like what it is like to live in the desert. Because yeah. if you come from the Midwest mm-hmm. or you come from, you know, uh, parts of Oregon or just places with water, basically, you don't know about like conservation. And I think of one of my neighbors who they moved here from a a place with a lot more water and they, you know, they run their sprinklers every single day at 5 p.m. And I'm always like, and they have nothing in their yard but grass and grass. They have a half acre of grass. And I'm always like, ah, like as a desert kid, it just, yeah, my eye is always twitching every time it happens. And I kind of worried because I feel like Maybe some of those people last year were kind of like maybe starting to get it. But then this year we had so much water that everybody's like, oh, it's not an issue. Don't worry about it. And it's like, no, this will always be an issue for this this area. Totally. Well, and I mean, even like like you said, this this storm that rolled through, I think it was like within an hour on Sunday, Sunday or Monday. I can't remember. But the Boise Airport got almost three quarters of an inch of rain. 
during the month of August, you know, since as far back as we have records for this kind of thing, the monthly average for the amount of precipitation that we get is 0.17 inches. So, you know, within one hour, we got like five times that or four times that, whatever. So even, you know, we have the drought year, which of course makes people really think, but even these big precipitation events, we really need to start thinking about, like even while, while I was walking around, just seeing how much water is just filtering on the sidewalk, like of course asphalt and cement just can't absorb uh, the water that it needs to. And we need to we need to be able to keep that water. So uh, yeah, I'm excited about this pilot program. And hopefully, obviously that's this is a different issue, but I'm just excited that, there's a lot of work being done locally to figure out how Boise can kind of figure out a healthy water ecosystem moving forward. So that's exciting news. I think the other thing we need to really think about as a city is uh, there needs to be some kind of warning in place for the fact that when you live in the desert, when it's humid, people lose their minds. <laughs> because I swear people to God. People being me. I, I, yeah, yeah. I've never seen people act so angry and aggro in this city before than Sunday, Monday, Tuesday when it was like Florida humid. People, I saw an, almost a fight at the dog park. Uh, I thought we were going to see like some real crap go down. Yeah. But like, and, and just drive people were super aggro and I was like yeah it's the humidity nobody here knows what to do with their bodies when it's I like know. that it's it's the humidity it's the retrogrades we're in Virgo season now it's yeah everybody everybody hold on a little bit yeah absolutely all right well that's probably a good a good as place to end as any uh hang on to your butts out there everything's in retrograde and yeah. it's uh it's humid and it's weird and uh it's about to be September which does not it seem is. like it could be possible I know but it's exciting I'm ready for fall um but yeah hang on out there I know you're just about to see me with my pumpkin spice latte I know. and my cozy sweaters boys yeah. to get ready for it it's almost fall I'm so excited That's all for today here on CityCast Boise. The show is produced by Frankie Barnhill, Evelyn Avitia, A.K.L. Mutman, and me, Emma Arnold. Lake Hunter writes our Hey Boise newsletter, and our music is by Up Is The Down Is The. If you enjoyed our show today, leave us a review. It helps other people find us. We'll be back Monday with more stories from around the city. Bye. Bye.